An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. And I want to give a shout out to one of my number one listeners. And the reason why I say number one is because she's reached out to me so many times and told me how much this podcast is resonating with her and how she's always listening every Wednesday. I want to give a shout out to Tanya. Tanya, you are going to get through what you're going through. Everything that I'm speaking is things that you're going through right now. And if I can find the light at the end of the tunnel, so will you. So if any listeners want to give me a message, I'm on Instagram at My Ugly Truth Podcast. Also, I just started a Facebook group called My Ugly Truth Podcast group. If you want to go ahead and get in there, I started that group to listen to what my listeners want out of my podcast and how we can get to the goal you want to reach. So thank you guys for listening to My Ugly Truth Podcast. Again, thank you, Tanya. You are such a sweet soul. You're amazing. And to all my listeners, if you need someone to talk to, message me anytime on Instagram or you can message my email, Angie at MyUglyTruthPodcast.com. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast and today's topic we're going to talk about accepting the decisions of our loved ones, whether they're friends, um, family, or even people we associate ourselves with every day, how we don't have to agree with their decision, but we do have to accept them and we might not have the best opinion about it but just because we don't agree with it doesn't mean it's wrong because at the end of the day if our loved ones are people that we truly care and love about then that's all that matters for example if a friend of mine is someone that I love and hold truly close to my heart and they're doing a decision that I don't agree it doesn't mean that I have to disown them in my life because their decision, it's their life. At the end of the day, I have to accept it because if I love that person and I know that eventually their opinion or their decision making is the best outcome for them, I have to accept it because I love them. And I've had an up and down relationship with my mom for about eight years now and we pretty much can't be around each other for too long because we will end up arguing and for the longest time she would always attack me with her words and I would lash back out because when I feel like I'm being personally attacked I verbally attack back and then I realized not too long ago like that's not the best way to handle this nothing's coming out of it me acting the way she's acting towards me by verbally attacking me and me verbally attacking back to her It ends up being a huge fight and she's not seeing it what I'm trying to express. So lately, I've been telling my girlfriend, I've been shutting my mouth, biting my tongue, and just leaving where we are when we're arguing and just let her rethink of what she said to me, but not offending her back. And actually, that's worked tremendously. And this is another point that I want to make sure I speak of is... If I did this while I was healing from my heartbreak, it would have saved so many years and arguments because it actually opened up a whole nother 
deeper level with my mom where we had to sit down and talk about what our personal issues are against each other. So this is the story about accepting the decisions even though we don't agree with them, accepting them, whether it's our decisions or somebody else's decisions, accepting them because at the end of the day, we love those people. And this is gonna be a conversation that I actually had with my girlfriend because we'd like to send each other voice memos. And it's exactly the story that I wanna share with you guys today. And just to give you guys a background of what we're talking about, we're talking about my first marriage, the father of my kids, Jason. I'm really good friends with his wife, who is the stepmom of my kids, and her name's Mallory. She's one of my best friends. We've had our ups and downs. Our relationship is not perfect at all. But I left that marriage hoping that Jason would find a woman that would truly love him. And it was just something in me. I knew he was a good person, but because he was a good man, did that mean that I have to stay with him because I had children with him? And it was a really big decision in my life that I had to make and come to terms with after two kids, after seven years of marriage, being married to him at 22 years old, getting pregnant with him four months into our relationship of just dating. I had to make a decision that was going to either make it or break it for my family. And my parents are very old-fashioned. They came from Argentina to America in the 80s. They sacrificed their whole life for us. And I, hands down, praise them for doing that because it takes balls to be in your 20s, pack up all your shit, and go to another country that you don't know a lick of their language and starting over just for the future of your kids. So I can't get mad at my parents for taking us away from our family because they did this to benefit us. But... That's their decision, and I'm always going to back them up because at the end of the day, I love them. So I thought that when I made decisions about my life, because my parents are old-fashioned, marriage is everything, and whether you don't work out, you stick through it. But do you stick through it when there's no more love? And I made a decision to remove myself because he deserved better, and I deserved something different that... I don't know what my heart was trying to go towards, but it was something different. Just because someone is good to you does not mean it's good for you. Let me say that again. Just because he's the right man doesn't mean he's the right man for you. Talk about me following the steps that I'm telling people, but I can talk about what I would have done differently which how long, how many years did it take for me to realize that if I just don't react to my mother and I don't lash out and I just bite my motherfucking tongue and leave the house for a little bit, how much more that helped than lashing out, which it brought us to having a deep conversation. And I don't even know how I came to this realization, but as I was speaking it to her, it was like just pouring out of me. And as I was like saying it, I was like shocking myself that I didn't even realize wow, what I'm saying is actually fucking legit. So we sit down and I said, mom, I just feel like you have something majorly against me. And she's like, I don't I don't know why you think that. I'm like, mom, you've been treating me like this for years. And I want to say it started when I left Jason. 
And she goes, yeah, I agree with you. I do have something against you since you divorced Jason. And I was like, I can tell. Every time we get into some situation, you throw at me how I can't keep a man or you throw at me to attack my self-esteem and it all comes back from, like you see me below you because I divorced the father of my kid. You accept that if let's say I divorced your dad and I told you, hey, you need to accept it whether you like it or not and there's this new man in my life and he's gonna be there. I said, I might not like it, I might tell you what I think about it. I said, but I'm not going to hate you over it. I'm not going to verbally attack you. Maybe if I was like a teenager, but as a grown adult, I wouldn't do that to you because it, at the end of the day, you're my mother and I love you and whatever decisions you make, I have to accept them. I said, do I agree with the fact that you moved us away from all of our family? I don't know what it's like to have cousins that I can hang out with. I don't know what it's like to have aunts and uncles, a permanent thing in my life. I don't know what it's like to have my grandparents permanently in my life, but I see it around me and I see it through friends and relationships that I've been in, how much of a big family they have and I don't have that. I hate you for it? No. And she's like, well, because it's better to not know what it feels like than to know what it feels like and then it be taken away. I'm like, yeah, you're right, but I don't hate you for not doing that because at the end of the day, you guys are my parents and I don't agree with us not having our family around, but... I still love you doesn't mean that it's wrong it doesn't mean I should hate you for it so we like talked about it and she's like I just feel like he was such a good man to you he's such a good father like everything you're going through you're searching for a guy just like Jason and everything you're going through is because you messed up by leaving Jason I said I didn't mess up mom I could not be with a man that I didn't love anymore and I said and you might not understand that because you've loved my dad forever and he's the only man you've ever loved so you don't know what it's like to be with someone in a relationship when you don't love them anymore another thing is you brought jason into the family and every time we had barbecue and every time we had family dinner he reminded me of the space that fabian was like not here at the table i said okay okay hold on i was like let me rephrase my my thoughts because i'm about to cuss and i'm like hold on i introduced to you, i introduced jason to you guys as my boyfriend not my brother, I said, and if you have an, a void inside of you because Fabian does not live here, then that's on you. I said, that's something on you that you're feeling like you need to replace at our dinner table. I said, now let's go back. You want to talk about the Fabian thing? I said, let's go back to the Fabian thing. Why is Fabian not at our table? Because you decided to move with my dad to Florida. Why did you guys decide to move to Florida? Because he didn't want to live in Jersey no more because he liked the environment of Florida. And he told you, he gave you the ultimatum, if you don't come to Florida with me, I'm going by myself. So either you and the kids can come with me or I'm going by myself. And what did you decide? You decided to leave my brother in New Jersey and you brought us who had to go because your man gave you an ultimatum. So let's go back to that. Let's go back to, to that decision. So my dad decided to cheat on you that was the mistake that snowballed. That decision was a snowball effect to everything else that happened to us. I said, you've told me things that I didn't need to know about my father at 14 years old of him cheating on you. And then, then the next week I find out there's an ultimatum and we have to go to Florida. So you trained me in my mind to have this mindset that men are, are rulers over us and no matter what they do, you follow them. Okay, and at 14, I did not need to know my dad was cheating on you and gave you an ultimatum. Why do you think I hated my dad for two years 
when I moved to Florida because of that resentment. And that's the image that I had of men in my life. And then you wonder why I've been divorced so many times. I'm like, but I'm not going to get into that. So my dad cheated, left to Florida, loved Florida, gave you the ultimatum. You took it. From that decision that you took, you lost your son. Well, Fabian wanted to stay there. Well, yeah, Fabian was 18. He just graduated from high school and he wanted to go to college up there. I don't fucking blame him. But don't put Fabian not being in your life on anyone but you and your husband because you decided to leave. And then when we went to Florida, you're telling me now that bringing Jason around was filling that void. That's something you need to heal with in you. And then when I decided that Jason deserved better than me and that I deserve something different because obviously I'm not going to stay in a loveless marriage. I was like, what do you want, mom? You want me to be in a loveless marriage? Did you want me to be with a man that I was emotionally going to be miserable with and just because he was great to my kids, I was going to stay with him. He's a great man. He was a good man, but he wasn't good for me. Like, he's a great man. He's a good man. He's not a good man for me. That's it. And I'm like, I can't explain it because you're not going to know what that's like. I was like, well, did you want me to be in a loveless marriage my whole life? And then when my kids go to college, I'm stuck with this man for the rest of my life. And not only that, mom, I would have wasted Jason's life to be with a miserable bitch like me. When he he probably knew it in his heart that I didn't love him anymore. My mom was like, yeah, but I had a connection with Jason because he's the father of your kids. And I'm like, okay, well, what about Gonzalo? He had kids. She's like, well, well, he broke up with her before she even had Alexa. And I'm like, okay, so if I was got pregnant four months into the relationship with Jason, if I ended it with Jason before Dylan was born, you would have gave me so much shit about not trying it out, not trying to work my relationship up with the father of my kid. I tried, Mom. I said that relationship was seven years. I tried. I got married to him. She's like, why did you have another kid? I was like, because I was one of those people that had the mindset if I brought another kid in my marriage, maybe it would work. Obviously, that, that, that's not true, but I was 22 years old when I got married to this guy. I was not mentally mature enough. I, just, I don't know. I just went with the moment. And she's like, okay, so like, what was the point of getting married? She's like, you know marriage is a commitment, Angie. Oh, really, Mom? No, I married every single time I got married. I thought I was going to fucking divorce their ass. Like, duh, Mom. I know that. And, and I was like, but I wasn't going to like do that to him. I wasn't going to do that to myself. And I said, you know what? And I got teary up, and I'm probably going to get teary up now because it's still something that hurts me. But I said, yes, since I left Jason, I've had horrible relationships. And I want a relationship like I did with Jason, just with someone that I truly love because it wasn't in my heart. And I said, and honestly, I'm not saying I'm not going to find that man. I am going to find that man. It just hasn't happened yet. But this last eight years of my life will be all worth it when I find that man. Like, that's it. I'm like my journey's not done like you think I'm gonna be forever alone forever no I will find that man and when I do this whole eight years I went through is gonna be worth it and then she was like I think it's something that I need to heal because that's why I say mean things to you because I'm really upset of what you do and I said okay and I will accept that and when you verbally attack me again I'm going to remind you you need to heal that I am very happy that Jason found that but I want you to find that and that that hurt me because yeah I, yeah, I've told Jason before, I, I want you to find a woman that's going to love you. And I know you're going to find a woman that's going to love you. And I told you, like, the day you got married, like, thank you. Because this is, you're legit what I manifested that moment I told Jason that. You are the woman that's going to love him forever. Like, he deserves to be. And, yeah, 
it breaks my heart saying that because I want that for myself. But just because I don't have it for myself doesn't mean I can't wish it on someone that I hurt, that I know is a great person and has a good heart. So my mom's like, yeah, I'm happy that he's with Mallory and I am very happy for him. And it just affects me because I just see how easy it was for you to find someone like Jason and you just got rid of it. And I'm like, okay, mom, at the end of the day, I couldn't have picked someone more perfect for my kids to have a stepmom and for someone to replace that hurt that I did for Jason with more love. Like, I, I, I am happy with how it turned out. Do I want it for myself? Yes. But it's not all about me. It's about, you know, like, what others deserve, too. Am I not going to get it? Yeah, I'm going to get it. Just mine's taking a little bit longer. Probably because my foundation was all fucked up. An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a prayer.